Our passion didn't start with a mouth. It started with people, with the well-being of the profession. And if you're like me, maybe a little bit of your nerdiness and all things tech too. We all want to love what we do, but the truth is burnout, people problems, and glass ceilings can keep us from doing what we set out to do. So let's get back to the heart of connection. Welcome to the Dental Handoff. This show is about passing you the knowledge, the habits, the systems, and the strategies to lead your teams, lean on your tech, and listen to your gut while you take care of people and truly the overall health of our communities. Let's stop using the wrong end of the toothbrush, y'all. My name is Dr. Kelly Tanner. Oh, and uniquely, I'm a dental hygienist too. You can consider me a guru in the dental and leadership industry. With over three decades of experience, my goal is to take you to the next level by empowering growth, perspective, and confidence. By identifying the gaps, recognizing the plaque, and extracting the truth with the other experts in the field. I'll share their stories, empower you to own yours, and elevate your passion in the process. So have a seat in the chair, put on your bib, and let's get to work. Welcome to the Dental Handoff. I am Dr. Kelly Tanner, your hostess. And today is a special episode where I am with the Dinks, the dentists in the know at SmileCon 2023. We are discussing changes in dental education and also trends in dentistry. Check it out. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Dentists in the Know. We are here wrapping up SmileCon in Orlando, having a great time with the ADA. We've had a great day with some incredible guests. I'm here with my besties, Dr. Jennifer Bell and Dr. Chad Duplantis. But right now, we have a special guest who has been such a friend to the show. I think we are referring to her uh, now as a dank. A yes. dank. A dank. That's not D, a, capital A, capital N, capital K. Not not a donk. She is a dank. She is a dank. Um, but just an incredible, uh, incredible educator. She uh, runs a program called Next Level Dental Hygiene. Uh, she has her own podcast. And she's been such a great friend of the show. Kelly Tanner, welcome. And why are you laughing? SmileCon is shutting down. You got the guy running around. You laughed at me twice, right in the middle of a production. You know, let's turn it over to Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. I think I've been surprised. Before we get too deep into the shallows, is that is that a thing? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are we That's back in the shallows? In then? the shallows. So, Kelly, tell us a little bit about your... Your journey and your podcast. So I want to hear about Next Level Dental Hygiene and the dental handoff. Thank you. You guys, I love you so much. Yeah. You know the what sad part is, is that we went through so many. I'm like sitting there going, am I saying it right? Because we went through. <laughs> no, no. Thank yeah. God, because so we really butchered the intro. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's, it's us. Here we are. Here we are. This is this is us. This is our A game right now. We're at the this end of SmileCon. Yeah. That's right. And they have shut down the lights. There are beeping things going on around us. They're pulling up carpet right now. And security here, may walk in. Security may sure. walk in or around us. So just so you guys know, the beginning of my show, started probably much like yours where you overthink everything. Uh-huh. Did that happen for you guys? Yes. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. We still do. Well, maybe for me. Okay. And 
it was just, I, I was trying to think, I was trying to think about how to do it, who was going to do my sound, how I can make it better, what mic I needed, what lighting I needed. Do you guys know yeah. all this, these struggles are real? Yeah. Now we're in a fuzzy mics, apparently. I don't even own these. I just have like the old school you can mic. Powder your nose. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. are Bert's yeah. mustache, yeah. like from Sesame Street. Yeah. This is, or no, his eyebrows. Those are Bert's eyebrows or from yours. Sesame Street. <laughs> or Chad's. So we just lost Chad. He's walking out that of the podcast right smart now. That was smartassery. That was smartassery. That is. So um, here we are back and uh, more about my podcast. So then yes. I decided to get, try to get some more um, insight into what I was doing. So I went to a woman, her name is Tamara Andrus, and I was listening to her podcast and another show that I'm a part that I listen to. You guys know your favorite. Yeah, you got your thing. So. I was listening to her. Lo and behold, she only lives an hour away from me. I, I thought she was like in Utah or something, right? Like it's got to can't be that convenient. So I went with Tamara in a, in two days. Was it two days? No, one day. One day. We sat down. We did my intro. She walked me through how to do a pilot episode. She did all my art for me. And then I was just kind of, yeah. it was it was like a concierge kind of get started. That would be like a coach. Yeah. But it was, but because we've never done that. I think that's a great idea. So she was more than a coach. They sat down. She had her entire team with me and helped me do that in a day because I was like, I don't feel comfortable. This is outside of my comfort zone. So we all need coaching is the word in all aspects of our life. You all need coaching. (laughs) Yeah. Just saying. This is true. It's hard being Jeff, knowing everything. I'm hanging out with people like us. True. So then I got a, a sound guy, Mark. Mm-hmm. Mark. That's our, our sound too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, Thank we you, love Mark. you, Mark. Mark yeah. Claire, the Mark Claire show. He is the bomb diggity and he does a great um, job with the sound. But what I want to say too is that I appreciate you all so much. And then I can say, hey, you guys. How do I do this? Because Jamie, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. texted you last week. I'm like, how do I do this? And she's like, I don't know. Let me ask my people. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't <laughs> even know what that is. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so it's always, you know, this this support system that we have. And that's what I love the most about all of our friendship and the people who were around is the ability to do that. Yeah. No, we guys. We build each other up. That's we right. don't break each other down. And we, but you guys do. But. No, no. We break each <laughs> other down, but not, maybe not our guests so much. <laughs> No, we were just talking about this, honestly, on our on our last podcast, which is that dentists always see each other as competitors. Mm. As soon as another dentist comes into town, you're like, oh, that's an enemy. And and I think the same thing happens in in social influencing and 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 in social media. And I don't get it because, number one, there aren't that many of us. Number two, I've not met anyone that is doing this that well let me take this back 90 percent of the people that are doing this are doing it for the right reasons to get the right messages out and they're people that i just have so much respect for and i just love being able to collaborate and do this kind of stuff in the industry so no when there's someone else that's putting the right message out for dentistry i mean that's what we love Mm -hmm. and 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 that's that's why we're friends with you. Yeah. It's about the we. Yeah. You know, mm, and more instead of your why. It's about the we more, it's it's the we more why. than me. It's the we why. It's the yeah. we why. We why. Hashtag. Would you like to hashtag that? Oh, hashtag we why. Hashtag we why. You heard it here first on the dinks. Yeah. 
But I love how you all are doing the the new the news bringing that you bring the news that you guys are consistent with your message because I think one of the first things that my podcast coach told me is she said most people don't get past seven episodes, like seven is the number is like the death number. If you can, what what wow. episode we're are like you guys? Seventy. We're on eight. We're on no, we're on number eight. Yeah. But when okay, we're like uh, 160 something, yeah. No, no, I mean, it's I, several. I, I think we we need some clarification here. When I was in charge of making sure the podcast got out These there, we did get up to number four. Yes, yes, right. We got up to number four. We were doing pretty well, and then JB's like, "You know what, Jeff? I got this. We could probably convert a little. Faster. We could. We could probably convert because it was." I was trying to like convert the audio and do all this stuff, and I'm not a valiant effort though. It was a valiant yeah. effort, but I got to podcast number four over a really long time. Next thing I know, JB takes it over. She hires the right people, Mark. and we're at like ten thousand downloads. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe that needed to happen sooner. <laughs> <laughs> no, it happened at the time it was supposed to happen. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Timing is everything. Yeah, yeah. and the we why and the we why. These are takeaways. Yes. These are major takeaways from SmileCon. So yeah. we're better together. It's we more than me. We How's the conference been for you? It's been great. Yeah. I mean, you guys know that this is all about learning. It's about connecting. That yeah. connection is absolutely everything. And um, you could spend an absolute hour with everybody who you meet for the first time yeah. learning about, just yeah. want to take a USB and go, can I, I just know, know everything know. that you know? Download your brain. Thank you. So I love that. I love some of the new products, some of the new technology that I saw and met some uh, people who are doing amazing things with app development. I've uh, got some of those folks on my podcast. We were all podcasting at the same time so in these booths. And they, How fun was that? Like just when we got here, yeah, and just us getting to energy. hang out and see each other and the energy and and that's what I love. I mean that I just I don't get the whole competitive thing in this area because there's, I mean it is it really was a great energy here. Yeah, I mean it's the wee why. Yeah, it it's just, <laughs> that is the uh, way she pulled that right yeah, in. Yeah, that was nice. How was your because you all were on main stage today. I went on before you all for an hour and then you all took I it for an hour. Real quick, what? you were podcasting. I didn't get to hear about your guests, but it was very interesting. Who were your guests? Tell us who your guests were on the main stage. Emil and um, Daryl. I'm going to say their last name really bad. Um, Leneskik. Are they're mm-hmm. okay? They are cellists. One is a is a resident in Pross, a Pross resident, and the other is a D four student. And they they started. They were on America's Got Talent. They, they were they were so personable. I went up there. Oh I just my god! And I was like, okay, they were so. I personable. see the instruments in the case. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what they do, but this is cool, and I loved it. That no, was our A game, you know. Yeah, it awesome. was a game. That's they so were cool. so personable, and I thought it. Was, I you just did a tremendous job. Well, I believe yeah. they were sharing their wee why. They were sharing yeah. their wee why. That belongs to me, by the way. Just so you know, you guys can use it. <laughs> TM uh, right here. All this wine. I got a wee wide too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. No, I'm kidding. No, so um sorry. No, it's sorry. It's, sorry. Not sorry. What was y'all's what was y'all's main stage about? You know, it was just about kind of who we were who we are, the challenges in dentistry. Who we, were. Who we are, the challenges Sunset. in dentistry, uh, the future of dentistry. And then we just kind of brought that all together and it was a lot of fun. I mean, we 
here we are on Saturday podcasting. I mean, everybody's gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's it was it was hard to get a main stage guest, but I don't think I would have done it in any other way. Yeah, I really wouldn't. Or, have. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And th- this is a testament to how much fun we are having because it's literally dark everywhere else yeah. in here. Yeah. And I would I would say that you guys would feel the same, that we could stand here. We could sit here for another three hours and, and do make it just so this. awkward <laughs> for someone to walk in here and yeah. kick us Wait, out. Caveat, if the bar stays open. True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's already closed. So, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So we got like 20 <laughs> more minutes. We're going to have to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a wrap. Yeah. yeah so he, he there's obviously nothing left for us here. So I have yeah. a question for you all. Oh, gosh. yes. Here we go. Here we go. Get it out. The interviewee becomes the interviewer. That's the we why. That's how we know she's a dank. You know that's what? the she why. <laughs> oh, that's ready. This is why she is a dank. Yeah. 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 That's right. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, I've got that sorted. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. So uh, this is exhausting being here. I don't yeah, know. I'm fair. kidding. No, I'm Welcome kidding. My world. No. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff coming from a lot of different directions. What do it. you. What do you see as the new upcoming need in education? <laughs> oh, like subject matter? Yeah, subject matter. Medium. Subject matter for right, what no, you see Jamie, coming down the start pipe. This. You go next because I have a soapbox about this. Oh, yeah. We definitely will be so escorted out with a hook. for another 45 minutes? No, we asking. can't. Okay. All right. We got about. Can I have four? We have five. Five because the trees are leaving. Yeah, we have five. All the shrubbery is leaving. The The bushes are gone. They're leaving. Oh, nicely done. Okay. Um, Again, why she's a dang. I would say uh, comprehensive integration. Like, there are all these incremental educational pieces where you learn this tiny piece, this tiny piece, this tiny piece. And I think I think the evolution of education will be comprehensive integration of all these tiny pieces to actually make you money in your practice. Like the the profitability. I love you for saying that. The profitability, the ROI and capitalizing your investments, because uh, the incoming generation of dentists are going to be very conscientious about what they spend on money because they're already in debt up to their eyeballs. So then every piece that they bring in has to feed this central ecosystem of taking care of patients, the profitability centers of the practice. So I think educators are going to have to get much more diverse and like all encompassing, all encompassing in their message. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm going to kind of piggyback on what Jennifer said because I do agree but I think that it's it's more of taking all these technological advancements that are available to us and incorporating that into everyday dentistry. And um I think when done properly that it's going to be organic that you're going to make money in doing so. And so it's just a matter of utilizing, you know, we've got this, we've got that, we've got this, you know, we've got so many things that can encompass our iPhone, if you will, or our arm armamentarium that we have. And how do we properly put that into one place and utilize it to communicate effectively with our patients? It's all about how we reach the young dentists. Yeah, That's it. Like all of us came into dentistry at a point where... It was really easy to get into a practice and be able to afford to go off to a coice or a spear or a panky or wherever you went 
great programs, amazing programs. I owe so much to the education that I was able to afford because of the time that I came through dentistry. But where I see education going right now, and and I'm a little worried about it because there's so many students that are coming out now going, where do I spend my money? How do I spend my money now? Mm -hmm. Right? I, I have a limited amount. I've got all this school debt. The DSO that I'm working for, the company that I'm working for will only pay for so much CE. How do I spend that money? Where I see the future of education is doing exactly what you said. And and hopefully we can be a small part of that. But I really think it's about bringing comprehensive care and teaching dentists that there's so much more than just doing fillings and crowns. And, you know, here's the composite you need to use. Here's the we need to get so far past that. And and that's the impact that I hope that we can have to be able to bring really comprehensive dentistry and create some super dentists that that swing the pendulum the other way from dentists feeling like they have to go into DSOs to be able to pay back their debt uh, to saying, you know what, I can be a different kind of dentist. I can be the dentist that the 15 to 20% of the people really want to go to, the person that can provide a really comprehensive treatment plan. That's where I see education going, and that's where I want to be is, I'm sorry, I have ADD and Troy Schmetting is out there. I love <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we not love some Schmed? Anyway, um, so where, where I see the path of of comprehensive education is being able to say, okay, we have some educational partners. We have companies that are willing to help subsidize that for you. And that's what we've done with Dennis in the Know is find educational partners, not just companies that want to give us money to throw advertisements out about them, but companies that are willing to say, we want to partner with you in bringing good information to the public. And and being willing to say and being open enough to say, OK, these companies are subsidizing this education, making it affordable for the young dentist to be able to get a comprehensive education and go through continuum learning and really be able to be in that small percentage of dentists that are able to provide a level of service that no one in the DSOs or or no one working for the corporates can do. What does this curriculum look like to you? Does it look like business? Does it look like re resto? Does it, I mean, tell me about, yeah, no, All tell me, like if you, because you know how we're in school where you had, you had 101, 102, 103, 200, would it be like curriculum level sort of like that in your mind? So I, I think, I think Sorry. for, no, no, it's great. I think it's going through the basics of dentistry and, and listen, John Coyce, I cannot say enough about my education at the Koi Center. He taught me more about this profession and how to regard risk factors and and how to treatment plan. And, and I can't say enough about him and the impact that he had on me. But the fact is, is that most dentists cannot afford to do that kind of education anymore. It, 
And and we need to be able to provide a way of, of, of getting these dentists that kind of information at a way that they can say, okay, I could take a day or two off. And maybe it's more of a blended learning kind of situation, but there still needs to be that in-person. We can yeah. never get away from in-person. But in answer to your question, I think it's going through the basics. Here's the basics of dentistry. Um, as John Coy's teaches, here's risk management. Here's how we take care of people. Here's how we keep people out of the dental chair. And let's just build on that. And then I think once you have the basics, then it's on to learning the real business strategies. Right. I think business is last. Yeah. I think business is last. And I don't mean that in the wrong way, but we've got to understand what we're supposed to do clinically before we get into the business of it. A hundred percent. But I don't think we can fully excel until we've taken the full curriculum. Mm. All right, I'm going to provide a counterpoint to that because uh, I think clinical education... you ignorant slut. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, what movie was that from? No, that was Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, yeah, 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 yeah. dating yeah. myself. Yeah. That, was, that was point, yeah. counterpoint yeah. Saturday Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night. I'm not really calling her a slut. No. no. Oh, dear God. We, we're not going to air Mark, my dirty laundry right Mark, here on this. Paging yeah. Mark. Yeah, anyway... <laughs> um, now, all I would say is that actually knowing how maybe it's not actually running the business, but how you communicate with patients. So my ability, I'm going to be totally frank with you right now, and hopefully none of my old patients are watching my ability to spin and discuss with a patient when I maybe did not deliver early in my practice to the best of my ability because I was still learning and growing in that. But my ability to communicate with folks to get myself out of those situations is why I haven't lost my license yet, right? Like th that as like learning how to communicate and get patients bought in on the journey and coming along with you on that ride, that co-diagnostic procedure, that risk management that Kois talks about, being able to communicate that effectively while you're going through that evolution of clinical advancement and getting them to be a part of that process uh, is what keeps you out of the liability chair, keeps the malpractice person not on your speed dial. So, you know, we all go through those moments of evolution where we're testing procedures, products, and growing. Even as a 15, 20, 25 plus year dentist, we're still experimenting at times with procedures, processes, whatever. Uh, being able to communicate with patients and your team and walking patients through that journey simultaneously growing at the same time is what will make you uh, or at least keep you as a licensed professional through the process so that everybody's kind of actively participating in yeah. that growth process. So I agree. You don't necessarily need to know how to read a PL before you can do a really good bang up class two composite or a really great crown. But how you communicate, conflict resolution, all of those things, I think day one, you're forced to learn how to do that. day one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I think we're all on the same page. Agreed. Yeah. I'm it's not a counterpoint point, but just yeah. to to the point that the business journey of that, like you'll get deeper in the weeds as the clinical doesn't need so much of your attention, right? right. You know, I don't need to be focusing every day on my cement choice. So right. now I can focus in on my right. PL, my But but to your point, one of the first things There you go. 
a little fuzzy. Um, to your point, one of the first things that I learned out at the Koi Center was my job was not to figure out how to fix people. My job was how to keep people out of that dental chair. That was my job was to say, here are your risk factors. Here's what's wrong. Here's how we fix it now with the best predictability. But most importantly, here is how I keep you out of this chair. Here's how I come see you in the hygiene room. And we talk about soccer and we talk about the family and we talk about all of these other things. And that is communication. Correct. And and I do. I agree with you 100%. The communication piece absolutely needs to be at the beginning with the clinical skills. But it's all that business stuff. As Chad said, I really think... That's the piece that it's great to know. But if you can get the communication and clinical skills down, you're already ahead of 90 percent of of the profession. Because you can have the best clinical skills that there are out there, but the patients have no idea about that. They come to you because they trust you or someone's referred them to you or they looked up in the phone book and it's like, oh, they're on Oak Street. I grew up on Oak Street. I mean, they're choosing. They're a mile from my house. I'm going to choose that. And and honestly, I've also seen dentists that maybe didn't fill the, you know, didn't fit the book on like really high quality dentistry, but their patients adore them. And it's because it's how they made them feel when they came in the office. Like they made them feel connected and wanted and appreciated. And they were actually willing to tolerate some of the unfortunate circumstances that came from the dentistry because they just liked the person. And there's something to be said about being likable, to be able to communicate to patients effectively and to have them participate in the process. And so anyway, Kelly, before the two ferns leave, which are the last pieces of shrubbery left here, and before the walls actually physically come down... Not metaphorically, but physically. I hey, just want to metaphysically. I want to thank you for coming you in. You had a book? I did. Okay. There's hedges. I just want to thank you for coming on and for being a part of our show, for being a partner in our journey. Uh, I want to communicate to you right now what that means to us. Thank you. Um, the wee why is right here. The wee why. happening at this table. You're a yeah. dank. You're a dank. Yeah. You're a damn good dank, too. Can damn I? good dank. Listen, I just got this cool new swag box from the dinks. That I was, I felt so important when I got it, when I received it. You're on the exclusive list. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You're you're VIP lounge. You're VIP. And I opened it, I was like, they even have dink tape on the box. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole dink box. Yeah. I think the important question is. We dinks don't dink around. (laughs) Did did you wash your rocks before you used them? I just got us a new catchphrase. The dinks don't duck around. Oh, Oh, all right. You heard it here first, guys. We're going to wrap it up from SmileCon because, well, basically we're being forced to. And with that, (laughs) that's our show. Thank you all. Out.